Case hit record. Yep. I guess we have to record. Here we go. Let me call up here. I think this is it. Right here. This is James Young, author of the Usurper series with the first novel, Acts of War. You're listening to Comic Pop Library. Welcome to Comic Pop Heroes, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with Logan here. And in today, we're going to be looking at the collected version of two miniseries based on superpowers. And that is what the collected graphic yeah. novel is called, is Superpowers. Uh, we did come in on the uh, opening theme yeah. of the Superpowers team, Galactic Heroes, back in 1985. Which seems to deal with similar storylines. Yes, and we'll let Logan kind of... There's not All much right, of a details, but there's a little bit. Let Logan take over. All right. Jack Kirby reinvented the superhero genre with his sprawling saga of the fourth world a bold storytelling vision that was decades ahead of its time in honor of this extraordinary talent centennial dc comics is proud to represent the groundbreaking work of the king of comics in a brand new series of trade paperback editions collecting his classic dc titles in all their four color glory Revisit this bygone era and thrill to the imaginative power of one of the medium's greatest masters in Superpowers by Jack Kirby, collecting both of the dimension-spanning sagas that capped off the king's triumphant tenure at DC. So I guess these were his last ones working there? I guess. Uh, the way that I reads, yeah, it sounds like that might have been his last work for DC because Kirby, was he's one of the original uh people that was working for DC and Marvel back in the day and doing work for them. And one of his contributions that he created was Darkseid and all of his minions, which Superpowers is based around. The two miniseries, the first one was released in 1984, and it was a five-issue miniseries. The second one that's in the latter part of this graphic novel is a six-issue miniseries, and it was released in 1985. This collected edition was released in... In 2000 it's a base it's a 50 dollar book but we were lucky enough to find it at a uh ollie's for seven dollars or eight dollars so, something like that so yeah <laughs> you, you could probably find them pretty cheap if you look really hard to look for them <laughs> but yeah. the title or excuse me the song we came in on like i said was from the cartoon superpowers team galactic guardians but there was actually also a superpowers cartoon that was just called superpowers before that and there was also a line of about five inch toys that went along with that cartoon so this in and of itself logan doesn't remember because this is when i was kind of probably in high school yes yeah, so before i existed yeah <laughs> i was graduated in 87 so you can do the math and figure out how old i am but uh -huh. these were ones that i was familiar with the toys i was familiar with this miniseries was based around that cartoon and the toys uh -huh. at that time because they were popular the first miniseries 
is kind of just a beat em up like a video game. The <laughs> dark side boosts up some earth villains to go up against the heroes. They get defeated, so he enters the fray himself and they have to get help. Or do they just get Metron comes Metron comes in and helps them at the end. But yeah, there's a tournament of champions on Apocalypse where Dark Side rules and four of the champions have to go out and turn and find people to combat the superheroes of Earth. So they get Lex Luthor, Joker, Joker, Brainiac, Brainiac, which is good. And then of all people, the Penguin. Penguin. Who knows? And the team of heroes that are going against them right now on this one are, of course, pretty much most of the regulars that you hear when you think of the Super Friends or Justice League. Superman, Batman, The Flash. Can't have Batman without Robin. Yeah. (laughs) Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, Hawkman. Yeah. And then Hal Jordan as the Green Lantern. So that was the teams. They kind of split up into two-person teams. I think with Batman and Robin, that was actually a three-person because I think they went with, Uh, I can't remember. Robin might have been there the first time, but he got set to watch the satellite while they did the last bit. Oh, while they did last, yeah. That's That figures for a sidekick. You're a kid. You can't help. So... (laughs) That was kind of the way it was. Uh, Jack Kirby is mainly involved with the story elements of this. He did create like Darkseid and Apocalypse and all his minions. That's why he's his name is on this. He also helped write different pieces of these two miniseries as well and yeah. did the artwork on different pieces of these series. So his fingerprints are all over this. Very simple story. Mm-hmm. Not much plot to it. Just fight them, defeat them, and you're done. Yep. They face off against the just normal villains. They face off against the... Generals with the help of the normal villains, actually, somewhat, which yeah, they actually is needed at times. The villains and heroes did team up, so that's a little different. But uh, I'm not sure how much the other three helped, but the Joker actually managed pretty well against the power he'd been empowered with. True, and like we mentioned before, Metron came into this as well. Yep. He helped them out, and they did a little bit of time travel with Metron th- to a degree. What really Maybe comes into play on the second miniseries. Yeah. But Metron's nowhere involved. Has the time travel to five arts. Right. The second series really gets it. Because the four champions, they don't really give names to that I could find in the first miniseries. Now, in the second miniseries, you kind of have the same cast of characters for the heroes. You have Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman and Robin again. Uh, You have Hawkman again and Wonder Woman and... Aquaman's in there. You got Martian Manta under this, this time. One. You have Martian Manhunter. Firestorm mm-hmm. is in there this time around. Green Some random Arrow. cop. Oh, random cop. Okay. Yeah. That <laughs> Green guy that Arrow. Out with the dinosaur pack. True. You have Green Arrow. Red Tornado. Doctor Fate, who's one of my uh, ones that I really like, and you have Hal Jordan as Green Lantern again. So a little bit more of superheroes involved in the second miniseries. Yeah, whole lineup, true. But then the villains actually are villain villains that are from Apocalypse and have names. You again have Dark Side again. You have Desaad, which is kind of like Dark Side's minion. Yeah, that, science guy. Yeah, kind of like the Igor of Doctor Frankenstein in mm-hmm. essence. Then you have some of the Stephen Wolf. Yeah, his uncle, I think. His uncle. The other three, I'm not sure how they fit in, but one's Mongo, one's Mantis, and Killabak, or Killabok, however you want to pronounce it. So the villains actually get names this time and and unique designs and... And this is one where it's a little bit more interesting because I don't know what led up to this, but it begins with Darkseid actually being overthrown on Apocalypse. 
So he's actually so he's planning on just taking over Earth as a wait. I just lost my house type of move. <laughs> right. And for him to do that, he wants it to look like apocalypse. So he sends out these seed type pods yeah. to different parts of the Earth, and they start burrowing into the center of the Earth. Uh-huh. And it has a natural defense. Which Desaad, I think, has created. It just goes, boop, you're back in time. Yeah. If you attack it in any form or sense, you get ported ported back in time. But Uh Superman and Firestorm somehow got around that because they didn't actually... They did the whole fly around the world so fast that they went back in time thing. On their own. I think that showed up in one of the movies, didn't it? Uh, In Superman, he flew around the world, yeah. So that's in the comics, too. (laughs) But for some reason, because they went on their own instead of through these pods, they were able to defend feed it yeah that was the and actual key to doing that because yeah. the pods were feeding on whatever went through and then at the end i can't remember they have another battle s type i it's the ending of that miniseries is kind of wonky for me i to be honest i can't even remember it. that's how wonky it was for me folks they had a <laughs> large fight on uh, I can't remember if it was the moon or Mars. I think it was the moon. I want to say the moon too. That sounds right. Yeah. But it's like the seed pods were kind of like diffused. I guess you would call it because oh, the sod betrayed. Sod was going to take over by yeah. killing Dark Side, which yeah, that basically gave the superheroes the chance to deflect the. Oh, what were they? There were lasers shooting at the earth that they stopped from hitting yeah and i think that was dark sides lasers or something that he was shooting at earth but yeah it's the ending's a little clunky for me i like the beginning with the rebellion i kind of like the back in time type deal when you be, uh, attack it especially the easter island type deal because it kind of yeah. explained that well it didn't explain anything because you don't know but it, they kind of put forth that theory of the ancient alien type thing that aliens were aliens invaded actually are the rocks there <laughs> yeah so that was kind of a fun thing they went back to romans gladiator time i think in one of them and different things like that so it's kind of different to me well before i say anything what do you what did you think of these i thought logan? it was fairly good <laughs> yeah so logan thinks it's fairly good i it's yeah. to me this was a trip down memory lane this was a nostalgia piece that's right i was just thinking it, what was ahead. the deal he was gonna use his eye beams through his little scope thing to boost the seeds oh, to okay. fruition to yeah because while the whole killing one of them didn't completely foil the plan apparently it also needed some help after that yeah but some how they it stopped and i to be honest i can't remember why oh they actually don't see you they actually don't show the seeds no, stopping at all they don't that's why they, they block stop. the boost from happening but <laughs> four out of five of those seeds are still just fine yeah so okay. who knows folks but this is one if, well i guess if there's no hurry they can just activate the defenses and send superman on a round trip to I, start true. it out i guess i guess but, so that would work i guess yeah. but this is one for me that it was a product of its time you can definitely tell that in the writing because wonder woman has a lesser role aquaman mm. has a lesser role in uh, the first one he gets to call on leviathan which is basically true. godzilla kind of true and we are already mentioned and robin the, gets pushed to the side yeah. so the writing is kind of a, a period of its time mm-hmm. uh if it reflects the cartoon 
which it was supposed to. It reflects the toys, which it was supposed to. It was kind of like a tie-in. All three things kind of mm-hmm. tied in together. Right. So for people like me that remembered the cartoon and the toys, we'll probably go through this and get a kick out of it. Yeah. Because the villain for the cartoon was Darkseid. Yeah. And the toys, the villain was primarily dark side Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it made sense in that regards for me as a reader is a little disjointed i didn't have as much pleasure reading it as i have other things because like i said the first one didn't have much of a plot the second one had did have something started but then it's i felt like the ending kind of let me down I enjoyed it for the nostalgia piece, though. Yeah, it was fairly good. I like Joker's part of the first one a fair bit, and the that oh. cop dealing with the <laughs> dinosaur ones. I'm not sure how much good he did, but he had the spirit. That was good. <laughs> yeah, he had that gumption, by golly. Yeah, and that's something in the second miniseries. The supervillains are nowhere to be found. It's all of Darkseid's. Yeah, the minions, you know. So mm-hmm. the 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 supervillains are only in the first miniseries. Yeah. And they were prevalent in the toy line and cartoon. But this, yeah, the second one is where I think the Galactic Guardians came into effect, where it was more of the the apocalypse populace rather than the supervillains of Earth. That's just a supposition because I never did watch much of the Galactic Guardians, so I will have to apologize if I'm wrong on that. It happens. It happens. It probably happens more than I want to realize. (laughs) This one for the price... At fifty bucks, if that yeah, if you're pro- paying full price, uh, I don't. Well, think. I think it apparently started around forty, apparently, but well, still, what's the, what's the price on the back? Yeah, forty bucks USA, oh, 40? 54 okay. Canada. For some reason, I thought it was fifty, but forty dollars. You're probably looking at the Canada one. So for forty dollars, uh, yeah. you really have to be in the nostalgia piece. You really have to like Jack Kirby as a artist because yeah. this is definitely his style of writing and artwork. So if you're into that. Yes, you probably want this in your personal collection. For a library, I don't know. This is probably one you could pass on because there's really no story that's connected to the continuity of these characters. Yeah, well, the second one might uh, somewhat. Like, this is apparently the first one's the second time Superman encountered Darkseid, and the last one seems to be the ending of they encounter Darkseid time because it's a did he die or not thing. True, and Darkseid is a major villain. He still yeah. pops up here and there. But maybe not for 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah. For the 7 or 8 bucks I found it for, yeah, yeah that, you're not spending bucks. a whole lot of money to take a chance on and to reminisce a little bit, but I don't know if I would yeah, top out around one. 15? <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe 20, but yeah. Yeah, I'd say around 15 by so me. Personal collections, if you like it, grab it. If you're a library, unless you can find it cheap, I would probably pass on it. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, Content-wise, okay. you, you know, middle schoolers and up, even your sixth graders, even probably in fifth graders might be able to handle it, but definitely middle school and up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> product of its time as well. Like I said, it mm-hmm. does have some story elements that are kind of like, oh, okay. Yep. But it's not, you know, just not my cup of tea at this point in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the current storytelling wise where they're actually digging into a story and giving you a story. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what it is. If I probably if I knew what it was going in, maybe I would have a better reaction to it. But yeah. I thought it was going to be a pretty good story element wise. Nah, it's it two stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you thought the whole book was uh, one big story. Yeah. Now nah, that's two stories and stuck together. To be honest, what made me buy it was the cover. 
and the superpowers title because I remembered the cartoon and the toys. Yeah. So it is purely for me a nostalgia piece. Yeah. For Logan, it's, it's almost good. brand new. Yeah. <laughs> brand new old style. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but anyway, that's probably going to be it. There's not a whole lot to this graphic novel or com- uh, compilation of too many series in a graphic novel. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, like I said, we did come in on one of the superfire. Excuse me. We did come on. <laughs> we did come in on one of the Superpowers cartoons theme songs. That was the Galactic Guardians. I am going to go to another opening to a cartoon, but this one is for the more. You can't even say this one's modern. Yeah, anymore, it was 2000, it's been a while. Right? <laughs> This is back in 2013. Is when it was oh, done, if not before that, it might be 2000s. Yeah, it was at least. Uh, God, I can't remember. Let's see if it says. Oh yeah, this was in two. 2001 through 2006. Yeah, I thought but, so, because uh, I remembered that being <laughs> from the library. Yeah, we had it in our library, and I'm sure several libraries still have this, but this is the Justice League, the animated series opening. Uh, you can go to any of your digital vendors probably and find these. You can always find them on YouTube and find them and support the artists that way, but if you can find them on a digital vendor and you enjoy the instrumentality, Excuse me. If you can find them on a digital vendor of your choice and download them, do yeah. it that way as well. Because this one yeah. definitely is a very nice piece. Mm-hmm. But that's going to do it for us. Let's go around. Hopefully everybody enjoyed listening to us. Yuck, yuck. And we'll be back on the flip side. Mm-hmm. Bye now. Bye. comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.